What's going on, creeps? This is Josh, back with Cole, and another episode of Cat Dead Details Later, your third favorite horror movie podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about, or, Atarados. Uh, it's an Argentinian horror film that came out in 2017, directed by Damian Rugna, which I'm sure is a perfect uh, pronunciation. Uh, what did you think, Cole? I have very mixed thoughts on this one. Yeah. I think that I got a vibe that it was going to be a very different type of film I mean, the, within the first time. The poster looks so rad. And as I was watching it, I remembered why I had I'd started it like a year ago. And I remember now why I didn't keep going with it. Because as soon as it started and it was in a foreign language, I was like, I'm out. Had to had to see it through this time. I thought I thought it'd be funny to surprise you by telling you I finally bit the bullet and decided to watch an entire film without the subtitles. Uh, <laughs> I actually considered it. Yeah, we we had two very different experiences. Um, <laughs> I, I like 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 most things. Like I I usually really don't have any problem with subtitles. I do have a problem with subtitles and horror. Yeah. And yeah, like it's kind of like you said. Like for for me, if I turn on any other genre of film, I don't mind. It, yeah, I don't mind it at all. In fact, yeah. sometimes it yeah. even improves the experience. Like I love anime. I don't. Yeah, I don't some... love anime, but there are anime shows that I really, really like. And, and sometimes I do. I, I do. I, I look at it like a. It's often like a nice treat. Mm -hmm. Like oh, I didn't know this had subtitles. But with horror, it very often results in me just going, yeah, no, like. <laughs> I feel like a race, like a, like a racist grandpa. Like I ain't watching no goddamn. <laughs> um, and I really do think it's because I often feel like I am cheating the horror aspect because we we have talked several times about the 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 life hack of like looking at the bottom of the screen. Exactly, you find your little space to not watch the movie. Yeah, and I often feel like a, a scare will happen. And I only get like a half, half of the effect. Yeah, I don't get like the, the juice that they're trying to offer. Like this movie definitely has some parts that are well executed that like look pretty cool, um, but it almost you know what it felt to me like it's what I am. It's it's not as bad as this, but do you remember seeing this advertisement for like the Turkish version of Star Wars that was just yeah. like a completely different movie? This, Turkish Star Wars. Yeah, well, yeah, Turkish Star Wars. There we go. Uh, but this sort of had the feeling to me like it was an Argentinian trying to do like an Insidious or a Conjuring or something like that where they're like, they're not quite getting it. Like they have the same kind of um, like music stings, you know, those, those like high-pitched violin sounds where it's like, yeah, this kind of works, but it also feels... It doesn't like it doesn't it didn't like mesh properly, but that that might be something lost in translation. No, like uh, yeah, it, it could be due to the film being a language that is not our first. 
I don't know. Um, the I, I am glad that you said that though, because that was very much my takeaway. Um, I don't want to, you know, give too much of my my full thoughts on the film, but uh, ultimately, I did feel kind of like this is a weaker version of something I've seen done multiple times. Exactly. It was like it's like we've seen ten of these types of like a supernatural film that takes place in a neighborhood, and then. Mm-hmm. It finally got like Argentina finally caught up and decided to make. Uh, I'm not trying to put this on the entire nation of Argentina. Sorry, the director, <laughs> like the writer and the director and everybody. They 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 did it. They done it. Uh, but I don't like it. There again, there are enjoyable parts. I think overall, I I I liked the idea. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think that the basic concept like. It's a simple story, and that's I find very often the best route to take. Absolutely, like my, most of my favorite films are really simple stories with really good execution, mm-hmm. like The Lighthouse. It's like the simplest Lighthouse. story, and is one of the best movies I've ever seen. House of the Devil. Oh um, yeah! Oh yeah! That, that, that's just that's a classic babysitter story, and they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And now that's a situation where they took something that's kind of being done like a million times but ty west just like made it his own and in my estimation it's like the the pinnacle of babysitter horror yeah wouldn't it be crazy if i put a squirt of lemon in this (laughs) and just to not completely completely glance over but yeah like the lighthouse was super simple and it just blew my mind absolutely i really thought that this was going to be more of like an independent don't know, don't know why. Maybe, maybe I confuse it with something else. Maybe I read a comment or something. Who knows? Um, but that initial scene that we have with the woman in her kitchen and she's like listening to the the sounds in her sink. I, I felt initially more intrigued mm-hmm. at the first part of the film. Um, and I felt that the film got a little bit more uh, pedestrian <laughs> uh, as, as the film progressed man that first scene in the kitchen like with the voices coming out of the or her thinking that she hears voices in the sink like at that point i'm like fuck yeah we, we got ourselves yeah. like, a cool movie some some crazy is gonna happen maybe it's gonna be subtle and like be creepy and and really get under your skin and then within like a minute and a half yeah no the uh the dude the i guess he's kind of like our protagonist but not really uh, I think his name's Juan. He lives in this house with a uh, woman, Clara, and uh, I guess that's his wife. She's not just a woman. Not just a woman. Um, she's the one who hears the voices, and then as they're sleeping, or trying to sleep, they hear, like, pounding on the wall, which they think is coming from their neighbor, Walter. And I think, was it shown, like, in a flashback that, like, this had been going on for a couple of days, and then we come back? Yeah, we see things from his point of view later on. Yeah. Juan hears banging on the wall, and he realizes, he thinks it's Walter, and he's like, shut the fuck up, Walter. And then he goes to, he's like, oh, that's not, that's not actually coming from next door. He's coming from inside the house. And he goes, he follows the sound, he opens the bathroom door. And this is where I realized that I was out. Now, I'm sure that it takes a lot of money to have... 
I know that with a higher budget, I'm sure that they would be able to have gotten a better uh, effects team. I don't think I could have been caught off guard enough for myself to possibly feel anything that resembled fear. Yeah. And not, not that every single scene in a horror film needs to be scary, but it, it just, it, it's because it's so early on, it sets a tone, right? Exactly. And I think because it's an initial scare, it it makes the rest of the film, it's kind of playing in hard mode, if that makes sense. Like, I'm already somewhat uh, unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, you've already <laughs> lost me. And then, and, um, like, while, while she's going back and forth, like, like, that looks, it just looks funny. Because it's, like, done poorly. But then the character Juan is, like, he's yelling for her to stop it. Yeah. But she's pretty clearly, you know, hanging in the air and not in control of herself. That whole scene was so funny to me. Uh, so, like, he, with the the initial pacing, too, because you, you already made a comment of when we were discussing the sink. I was really... It made me initially hope for that feeling of like slow, creeping dread, mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to about maybe maybe a full forty minutes of this film before I got like a a jump scare or like a solid you know, some something that was supposed to be frightening exactly. in terms of its presence, and I was. Excited for that. I was thinking maybe um, we'd hear some whispers. Maybe we'd see like a subtle shadow off in the distance in the house that like you don't even notice until it moves, and then like yeah. the characters aren't aware of it. Like, of course, we've seen these things over and over, but if they're done well, again, keeping it simple, keeping it spooky. There's a scene close-ish to the start. I think it's like our second uh, big scare. Is that in Walter's house? That's in Walter's house. Yeah. So after we, we, we get the, the the shower scene, which I think is supposed to be like the initial burst of horror. Yeah. And I'm but usually Walter... a big fan of shower scenes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but in Walter's house, I, I thought that this was executed much better because his scare was, it's very cliche, which is like he sets up the, the, the camera while he's sleeping. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, he's hearing something yeah. under the bed and... Like, things are being moved while he sleeps and shit like that. Yeah, and, like, he wants to... It's... There is a reason that it's a trope. Mm. And he he actually catches something. And then you you get, like, the... Once again, I've seen this done countless times, and in my opinion, much uh, more effectively. Mm. But I was almost, like, fully prepared to change my tune, because there's the scene where he's actually looking at the camera footage, trying to find out where this thing went. He thinks that it went into his like armoire or like cl- a closet cabinet, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then realizes that, that the thing had to afterward. Oh yeah. So like it, it does this crawl out of the armoire. And I really felt that perhaps this film was going to be better mm-hmm. than I had initially thought. Yeah. Like maybe it stumbled, stumbled a little bit. I thought that we got a pretty solid scare because I've always, uh, for, for, for the most part, I'm much more impressed with scares that are a fast build opposed to the traditional jump scare. Mm-hmm. So like something running towards the camera. If yeah. you can do that effectively, it, it leaves you not only with like, you get the same effect of the jump scare, but you also have like that, that lingering dread. 
of just like clutching your heart, like, oh, I saw it coming and I couldn't do anything. You can't do anything about it. It's just coming at you. But uh, this is, have it has to be done perfectly because it brings to mind the remake of It, where the fucking, man, I hated those two movies so fucking much. And we'll eventually talk about them, I'm sure. We'll do like a three part It episode uh, or a series or whatever. But like, Pennywise advances on the kids, but it's just sped up camera, and his face does like this weird, like jittery, like effect. Like it just looks so fucking stupid. So there are ways to make the like run towards the camera not scary at all. I think it's more often a miss, but it's just when it's a hit. Oh, yeah. it's a hit. Yeah. It's a home run. That is a stand up, but standing ovation. There we go. That's that's the word I was looking for. Like, yeah. The problem I had was I thought that scene was pulled off quite nicely, and then that's where we take our foot off the gas mm -hmm. for a very long period of time, and the 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 ghost hunter angle has been done to death. So if you want to do it, I think that you need to really like bring something new to the table. There are there are few people who can do it better. Than Lynn Shay or Patrick Wilson, like those are my fa my favorite paranormal investigators, bar none. <laughs> it, it just felt it fell a little bit flat for the most part. Mm -hmm. It had some really good points, mm -hmm. but um, that whole this whole middle portion, I just I had a very hard time keeping myself engaged. Yeah, especially because you have to like. Again, I don't want to keep harping on this, and I don't want to keep complaining about it, but just having to keep constantly reading the dialogue, popping back up to look, reading the dialogue, popping back up to look, like, it just, it it honestly becomes annoying. Which is so crazy, because, again, other anything that isn't a horror film, I'll still enjoy if it's got subtitles, but there's just something, it just... Horror needs it for me and you, obviously. You need to be able to just like immerse yourself in the world in order to mm -hmm. get like the feelings that you want. Uh, but as soon as you start reading, it's no longer like there's no suspension of disbelief. Now you're just like looking at a thing. I do think that for myself, a portion of this or a portion portion of my feelings towards this film, uh, those feelings being less than enthusiastic it, a bit of it comes down i think to just bad timing and the reason for that is because i was so impressed with my enjoyment of host yeah which i watched and uh you you i, I really do think that that's a film that i'm gonna have to kind of reassess down the road depending on how that subgenre goes um but at the moment my, my the, the word immersion is is the takeaway right like mm -hmm. Due to how I watched it and just the way that, that film is set up, like I, I fully felt like I was taking part in it. Like it, it was almost more like being on an amusement park ride mm -hmm. and watching a movie. Totally. Like I was, I was right in the middle. Like this thing was happening 360 degrees around me, mm -hmm. and this film, I, I, I really kept getting taken out and reminded that I am just a person watching a movie, and yeah, like it really breaks the fear yeah i i felt very disconnected a lot while watching this movie i will say though before i forget 
I do think that the actual big scares were done well in the sense of they, they didn't usually take place at the same time of heavy dialogue. So that, that, that is a, that was good. And there are moments where they do build a good amount of tension. Um, we do see, uh, so Walter, I mean, there's a real big lull for, like you said, like about 30, it probably, I don't even know if it was actually 30 minutes or if it just felt like 30 minutes. Cause this movie's only 87 minutes long. Like it's not, it felt a lot longer to me, but, uh, yes. um, I did like the angle of, of like Walter feeling like he's losing his mind and not being able to sleep and stuff like that. And so he's in his house and there's uh, a neighbor kid, I guess. Yeah. All of this, this whole story takes place in one neighborhood, which is also pretty cool. Um, but this neighbor kid, uh, comes to grab his like soccer ball from, uh, this dude's lawn and he like bangs in the window and he says, go away. I don't want you around here. And the kid just kind of like looks and then he starts to walk away and they get smoked by a bus. And I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. Maybe we're back. As you see the kid like walking towards the road from this dude's yard, the way the shot is framed, there can only be a bus coming. Like there's no, it's like there's, there's kind of hedges surrounding. So you're really looking down this guy's walkway out to the road and you just get the kids standing in the middle of the road for some reason for a minute. And, uh, I mean, you could see it coming. He didn't, but <laughs> it was still like, it is probably, I think everything about this kid is my favorite part of the film. The, the, the kid was a cool angle. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love this, the scene where they're discussing, like that they're, they're having a conversation around his corpse at the dinner table. Yeah. Okay. So I guess they also make, this is like a total backtrack, but Juan does make a comment to Clara about like, well, it's a good thing we didn't bury that dog that we hit the other day because it's like it wasn't dead, which I guess is kind of like foreshadowing of a fashion. Yeah, um, foreshadowing slash potential nod to Pet Cemetery, like you were saying, like that scene with before the kid gets <laughs> um, hit by the bus. The way that that shot is framed, it it's moments like that that like remind you what there there is like a language. To horror films and like the more you watch the more fluent you become mm -hmm. i also feel like perhaps this film is just like i can definitely see a lot of people enjoying it well it got 77 percent on rotten tomatoes oh well, yeah well, that's it's pretty dope yeah like I, I really think it's depending on where you are in your horror watching career slash what you're in the mood for i mean if you could speak the language i think that, that would definitely help for sure, and yeah, if I were like to, any film, if but... I were to have seen this at like fifteen, I'm sure it probably would have scared the shit out of me. Like I'd say, like right up until eighteen, nineteen, I, I really think I would have gotten a lot more out of this. But I think I think it's like especially because I watch so many movies. Like th this exact type of film is, I'd, I'd say, like the first genre that myself and. Uh, by extension, you really went heavy-handed into like searching for like yeah. films like *Insidious* and *The Conjuring* mm -hmm. in Google, and yeah. then just writing down every single thing that shows up. Yeah, and then when we lived together for like four or five years, I can't remember exactly how long. 
Like there were stretches there where we'd be watching one or two a night. Yeah. Like we, we've really dug through the fucking pile. Yeah. So I, I do think that if I had seen this film earlier on, I would have, I, I probably would have been singing its praises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it's unfortunate. I just watched it a little bit too late. Um, and I think I, I was going to mention something earlier about the fact that like they come out so heavy handed with those initial scares and then slow down. And mm. I think that that is something that is tremendously difficult to pull off if you do it right. And you make sure to put that um, very obvious separation at the beginning of the film, it can be quite effective because if, if I remember correctly, and I don't know how I would, how this film holds up in my own view, because I haven't seen it for ages, but the example I'll use is uh, drag me to hell. Yeah. Which I think directed by Sam Raimi. The initial like five minutes of the film is very like aggressive in your face. Right. Um, it's got that kid who's being exercised, right? I, I, I think it's like someone gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think that you're correct. Um, but basically it shows the end result for our primary character. Should things not turn out, but they make sure to put that like hard, degree of separation after the fact so you know it's like the film without saying it directly is letting you know like hey things are gonna slow down for a bit here yeah and like the film is very forward with you so you can kind of like get your bearings and relax whereas i felt that this film put me in a situation where i was juiced up and waiting for more Mm -hmm. for about like 10 to 15 minutes before i finally accepted that it's gonna be a while before it picks back up yeah the biggest issue I mean, really comes down to pacing. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, like, I thought for the most part, I mean, I don't really know many Argentinians. In fact, I only know one. Uh, what's up, Andreas? Um, but, uh, like, it seemed rather well acted. Again, the story was pretty cool. Some of the designs of the characters are really awesome. Like, I love the corpse of that kid. Yeah, I, I heard everything perfectly fine. I just heard that you also said the words I'm frozen. So, oh. yeah, same here. That's going to be very nice. So we... Oh, yeah. yeah I, I... Sorry, go ahead. No, you... it's all you, man. Yeah. No, I just... I, I do think that, um, yeah, the, 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 the child's corpse and, like, I'll just call them the ghosts or, like, spirits were... They, they seemed very... Oh, okay, I'm trying to think of how to phrase. If it was like a student quality Guillermo del Toro film. And I, I think I think that he's a producer. It's funny that you mentioned it's funny that you mentioned I don't think he was a producer for this film. However, in twenty eighteen he was slated to do a remake of it. Which, oh which okay. man, you take this story and give it the, the, the del Toro treatment, like I'm fucking in. I think, like, I think that th- there's so much potential here that, like, with a with a battle hardened director like that, like, you could really fucking turn this into something special. Yeah, like I, I felt like this had a a touch of Del Toro. Totally. Or like, yeah, some of it felt almost whimsical. Yeah, and, and that, that's what I mean. Like, like you you went into like the spice cabinet, right? And you're like, oh man, like I'm definitely putting. Del Toro in this. Yeah, yeah a pinch of of James Wan and like a splash of Del Toro. Yeah, and like you feel embarrassed because like your wife has been telling you to refill this thing (laughs) for like a month. Oh, (laughs) you're still still a bit. But like 
you wanted to put a heavy action and like you just got like this kind of like pathetic spring to like loosen up the bits that are stuck to the bottom. <laughs> that's a that's a um, good analogy. The, the, there's one scene, and I, I I'm, I'm jumping ahead quite a bit here, but I just really want to mention it because th this was my favorite visual. Um, and so the the primary dude that we follow. Um, oh, uh, oh, no, go, go ahead. Oh, uh, I think his name is Funes or or Fu Funes or Funes. See, that's that's what I thought. And then I was looking at the credits and I didn't <laughs> see that name. So Commissario uh, Funes. Um well yeah, like when when this this dude is leaving the house after uh, witnessing one of his pals like get killed, you you have like this figure and it's you see it from the, the perspective of the passenger seat in his car looking towards him and you're looking outside his side window. But a figure like shambles up at a fairly slow pace, but it's hard to see because of like the the fog on the window kind of thing. Right. And it's this like twisted woman that is like folded back, and she's walking towards the camera backwards, and it, it's the creature that like right. puts their palm on the window. But that was like a really well executed like like the 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 speed buildup on that was absolutely. Just delightful. Mm -hmm. That was super cool. That was nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. There, there, there's like a lot of gaps in this film. I, I feel I felt like I was constantly kind of like waiting for things to happen, and mm -hmm. I, I, I liked the whole. They, they, they need some good use of the slow burn time. Like I, I kind of like they were describing like the whole concept of only being able to see these things. Like if you're standing in the exact right spot. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, like that, that was a rad idea. I was like, oh, okay, like that, that's that's gonna the, the the problem I have with it, like it should have lent itself to a lot of to a lot more stuff, in my opinion. Are we? We're good. Dang. It. Oh fuck! I think what you said was okay. Uh, it should have lent itself to a lot more stuff, and that did kind of come mm -hmm. through. Come through. It was just a lot. It was really choppy. Yeah, it's just they introduce like I'll just say like uh, like a new mechanic, and I felt like they didn't use it as much as they could have, because I really like that idea of like oh like I can see this thing, but I can't because mm -hmm. there's a thing where like guys like looking into the house across the street, yeah, dude, through a window, and like he would go to the left, and he can see this thing, but when he steps back to the right, he can't, yeah. And I was like, okay, like this is really cool. And they, they used it a few times for a few good scares. And then that was about it. Yeah. I did also like that scene in particular um, where F Funes uh, is like super disoriented. And he like he alludes to when speaking with the character Hano, Hanyo, in any case, uh, in speaking with him, he reveals that, like, he has an issue or he's had, like, episodes in the past or he has insomnia or something um, or he's on medication. So something has happened to him where he's, like, not totally tickety-boo. Um, and I thought, again, like, to the well-acted comment I made earlier, like, 
the actor that did this um did uh, was performing that role like really embodied a dude kind of losing his mind that that was one scene i actually really i, I had a very similar thought mm. because that th that follows him watching the other character get killed i, I can't recall her name oh right um but like that's a pretty cool scene because we like watch this hand just like jet out of the wall break her neck because for for a very brief moment i actually felt like his reaction was funny because it is such like a slow shift into his breakdown yeah well um, he was also warned several times like um uh, like don't believe what you see tonight as yeah. you're doing these investigations so if you already can't really trust your brain and you like see this thing happen like i don't know did she actually die or is she totally fine and that was kind of what i thought right like it, it took me a few seconds and i went you know wait a minute like th this is actually the most reasonable reaction all things considered and then i became very impressed and the the his behavior that follows was really well done mm -hmm. there's also um this creature like crawls out of that crack in the wall oh yeah and we get some like kind of fragmented shots of it um and there's there's no no follow-up jump scare mm. which i really like it was just they, they allow you to just get scared with like the thought of it, it's very much like a i'm not touching you yeah yeah, yeah the juice is loose <laughs> yeah um yeah no i really i really did like that scene that was really cool yeah and then this whole last like I, for, for me the last 20 minutes was a bit of a slog yeah, there were several times where I thought it was over already. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just kind of hoped it was over already. Yeah, like the... I still don't know how I feel about the actual end uh, in, like, the, the psychiatric ward. Yeah. With Juan. Uh, there's that angle of... He mentions, like, oh, like, is that dude behind you? Like, did he come with you? And I guess, you know, the, the reactions make sense because of where they are and what they're discussing. But, like, there's a overwhelming lack of concern. Yeah. Yeah, after so many people have died, you'd think that, like, I mean, I know it's it's hard not when you constantly trying to bring this back to, like, reality. If you had somebody telling you that, like, these five people were dead and it was all caused by, like, evil spirits be pretty hard to believe that especially if you're like a cop like the reaction kind of makes sense but at the same time like if you have no other leads and this is what you're being told like i don't know maybe listen to the dude i, I think it was also it, be, it, it was really close to actually finishing on a high note for me because they all look behind them uh because he, he mentions that he can see this thing and it actually looks like the uh the person in the photograph that he, he just pointed out after they had given him multiple photos. So they, they look behind themselves and a chair moves. Mm -hmm. Like it just does like a little, uh, and they're all like, <gasps> that would have been a perfect place to end it. Yeah. Like, but, but it does like this silly, like the, the, the chair gets like flipped towards the screen. Um, like why would the ghost know? do that? And then like, you know, we hear down with the sickness <laughs> and it cuts to credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
um, but like yeah i i i really wish like the the chair flip didn't happen cuz i for 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 me that was a I, I i can't shake the shake the silliness from it man yeah it's uh kind of sucks to be uh, uh an asshole it, yeah like the, 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 the i feel weird about this film like there are certain films where i really i'm i'm fully comfortable saying that i didn't like it but there, there's something about this movie where like i finish it i i i wasn't a huge fan i i, I think that that's apparent but i i it's almost like i'm conflicted i i don't want to dislike this movie but i, I can't help it i i feel like there is definitely a lot there so i think for myself i'm just going to kind of say like that this all just adds up to like how many films I've seen in this exact genre. And I, I'm, I'm very saturated with this stuff. And I personally believe I've seen it done better yeah. countless times. So um, it, it's kind of like, I find that there's like a lot of um, American films that are heavily inspired by people who love Kung Fu movies. Mm -hmm. And if you don't watch Kung Fu, these movies are probably very, you know, like grade A stuff, right? Where you're like, oh, cool. Little do you know, it's a gateway drug to a world of much better entertainment. Yeah, to the real deal. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I just feel like that this is, if this is the film that like turns more people on to uh, ghost movies and like paranormal investigator type stuff, then like that's awesome. Uh, I just, uh, for, for me, I think it was just viewed too late. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, obviously, the only thing we have is our own perspective, which is also why, it, like, when you see a horror film that actually scares you now, or that you that actually is impactful to you, it's that much more exciting because you've already seen so much. So if somebody's able to do something either really well or just, like, completely different, it fucking, like, zips your nips. You're, like, fucking ready to rip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it just, it, it, to us, it feels like tired. And I think it's just, yeah, tired is a good, actually, that's a, that's the perfect word because this is a film that I watched alone in a dark room yeah. and I felt tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't tired prior to watching it. I'm not tired now, at least not the way I was during the viewing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, I, I didn't, even, even if a, a film fails to make me like jump or get any sort of substantial reaction. I I'm, I'm hoping for at the very least, it'll give me a few moments where I can feel tense. Mm -hmm. And I was loosey goosey yeah. the entire experience, like staring smack center of the screen when I wasn't reading. Yeah. Yeah. And... It was, uh, you say loosey goosey. I mean, I felt tense, but it was the tension of like having to do homework. Like I was, like it, mm. it was kind of a chore to watch it but like again there are it does have some redeeming qualities uh, it does it does seem like according to the shutter community like a lot of people really do like this film so for that i am pretty excited like it, it's it, it, it's always nice to see a horror film get a positive response yeah i mean even if, if i don't agree with it. yeah if you don't like it like tough titties as long like i want i just want more horror movies so like yeah. even if i hated a film i hope that more people like it because that means that there's an appetite for it exactly and uh yeah you know um 
I'm, I'm just mumbling. <laughs> yeah. You know, again, again, they, they did such a fucking bang up job on the poster. The poster looks so good. It kind of reminded me, like, every time I saw it pop up, it made me think of Channel Zero. I think if I'm correct, I actually used to confuse it for Channel Zero. Probably because of the Tooth but... Monster. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think if I remember correctly, they were both in my, like, um, list side by side for a while. And I kept thinking that I got duplicates. Or... Yeah, like, it, it has a very similar look, which is just, like, the face of something yeah spooky a weird bald monster man yeah the, the tooth child i do like the tagline on the poster it's uh <clears throat> aston and tu casa ite aston observando astanatos <laughs> i i feel like i should cut that noise out because I have no idea if it fits. I don't even so, know what that noise was supposed to be. Um, I, it's more like a Mexican type of serial drama where like someone does like a, a dramatic stare at the screen and you hear yeah. the oh, um, yeah. oh, like the I guitar, think, like the cha-cha-ching. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think I effectively did that. Um, have you seen like that meme where it's like some princess knighting someone, um, but it's labeled with like the word gracias, my mom, yeah. and a Japanese waiter at the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I think I've pretty much covered everything I wanted yeah, to bring up. I think, I mean, I think the only thing I have left is. Like, I, we didn't specifically necessarily talk about the design of the dead kid. Um, I thought, I think because they went mostly practical here, it looked really fucking cool. Like, they, it, it full on, like, looked like a dead kid. It, not that I've seen very many, but, like, could have fooled me. It's like a behind the scenes from the house that Jack built if, like, the refrigerator lost power. Exactly, big stinky dead kid. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the 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 practical parts were done really well, and like even the the CGI I thought wasn't bad necessarily. It didn't fully win me over. Um, I I like that they they did kind of like a the the frame rate was well done. But can we talk about the fact that this paranormal investigator grabs this dead kid and just puts him in an outdoor freezer? <laughs> rather than bringing it back to be buried they just walk over <laughs> to the freezer and pop him in <laughs> I, I, I could have won't be wanting this <laughs> funny stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's do it here for now I'll come back for him oh right yeah oh god man that fridge would be so ruined no you just gotta take a fucking hose to it you're fine I don't know dude I'll have turkey in the fridge for a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but turkey ain't, ain't, ain't turkey. Turkey's a different meat. <laughs> I feel like I learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay, let's. Um, yeah, I don't really got much. I'm really looking forward to the uh, Del Toro version of this film. I hope that he actually makes it. 
Um, yeah, I could I could see a directed by Garamo version being much more enjoyable. All things considered, and trying not to be a totally like crotchety old man, I'd probably give this like uh, sixty three rotting child corpses out of a hundred. Cool. I, I I was I was I was thinking a nice cool sixty, so I'm pretty pretty similar. Sixty dead kids. <laughs> it's never enough. Um, <laughs> hey guys, Josh here. You don't need to email us. Email emails, fucking dead. But you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at C D D L P O D. I'm not trying to be awkward and quiet, but I the fact that you're looking dead into the camera and decided to get roughly three times closer for that spiel, like I, I feel like I'm a, an individual person that showed up to like a, what I thought was like a book club meeting, but it's like a cult initiation, and I, I'm too awkward to leave. Yo, if I'm giving you those cult vibes, that's that's half the battle because I do want to start my own cult. So once we get more than ten listeners. Uh, we're all we're we're halfway there. I think actually I'm, I'm pretty close to having my cult leader hair now too. You can see like putting on some robes, maybe. I, I, I was I, I was about to say I think that you are a foot of hair and a robe away from like the look. Fuck yeah, dude! Twenty twenty two is our year. You gotta give yourself like a, a fake name that's not too like 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 Jebediah Power. <laughs> My children. Or junk. Junk. <laughs> Maybe not junk. Maybe Jebediah. Makes more sense. I, I mean, I think if you were junk wrote, you'd have to, like, no last name. I am junk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And, and, and no one no one knows what you look like. Like, you wouldn't have to worry about the robes in that case. Like, I'll speak to junk. <laughs> Only the elders in the circle. Oh, of course. Get communion with junk. And, like, even when they do... Like people are like like what does John look like and like like he stays behind the curtain like they're they're allowed in the room, but no one can actually like they're not allowed to look at John. No, John like, also wears a um like that time when we saw Fever Ray, the dude with the tall fez hat with the veil that came down with made a beaded curtain. John wears one of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you try to like Wizard of Oz it from behind the curtain, like make yourself look infinitely larger. But well, I don't need to look larger. Um, the <laughs> Like any good cult leader, of course, all of the babes are welcome to meet Junk. <laughs> so it's elders and babes, and probably our accountant. You have to get a fast pass to meet Junk at three p.m. <laughs> like you know, like when someone's like, "How was it?" And like, I didn't really get to meet Junk. I took a photo with him, and then some dude like pushed me out the back door. <laughs> He shoveled a bunch of other kids in. Yeah, but all the babes get the backstage passes, so they go, they get the photo, and then they get shuttled into the green room. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, assuming you listen to this as soon as it came out, because you're so excited. You just got to get it right away, fresh from the tap. Oh, yummy. Love you guys. <laughs>